Great morning. Good morning to you guys again. Um, I just did a video on Roe versus Wade and attached to the abortion at the Supreme Court level and also how God felt about it biblically. So definitely catch that replay. It is up on Spotify, Anchor, YouTube. May take a moment for it to download on YouTube. It's on my Instagram. Um, Y'all tune in because a lot is happening in our world today. So God, uh, I read through Luke chapter 10, chapter 11, chapter 12, and chapter 13 last night. And before I went to bed, and I felt as though God wanted me to deliver this. So this is a warning to the churches and to the unbelieving nations, those who are haters of God, those who despise good. God is speaking to you. God is giving you a chance to repent. He is giving you a chance to get it right, get on track, because God is coming back. He is coming back. The the devil is every day building his kingdom, every day setting up new world order, every day putting together the market of the every day it is perpetual. He is on it. But where are the churches? Where are the men and women of God? And woe unto that man who knows the truth and does not live the truth. Woe unto the nations who have heard the truth but ignore the truth. So I'm going to start in Luke 10. And I'm going all the way to Luke Luke 13. Feel free to go back and read it yourself. But I truly feel like this was God giving me to say, this is a warning to the churches and to the unbelieving nature, unbelieving nations around the world. So again, I am in Luke chapter 10, St. Luke. I will be reading chapter 11, 12, and 13. It's called the 70 ordained, commissioned, and sent. After these things, the Lord appointed other 70 also and sent them two and two before his face into every city and place, whether he himself would come. Therefore said he unto them, the harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he would send forth laborers into his harvest. Go your ways. Behold, I send you forth as lambs among wolves. Carry neither purse nor scrip nor shoes, and salute no man by the way. And into whatsoever house ye enter first, peace be to that this house. And if the son of peace be there, your peace shall rest upon it. If not, it shall turn to you again. And in the same house remain eating and drinking such things as they give. For the laborer is worthy of his hire. Go not from house to house, and into whatsoever city ye enter, and they receive you, eat such things as are set before you. And heal the sick that are therein, and say unto them, The kingdom of God is come nigh unto you. But in whatsoever city ye enter, and they receive you not, go your ways out into the streets of the same, and say, 
even the very dust of your city, which cleaveth on us, we do wipe off against you. Notwithstanding, be ye sure of this, that the kingdom of God is come nigh unto you. But I say unto you, that it shall be more tolerable in that day for Sodom than for that city. Woe unto Chorazin. Chorazin, sorry. Woe unto thee, Bethesda. For if the mighty works had been done in Tyre and in Sidon, which have been done in you, they had a great while ago repented, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. But it shall be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon at the judgment than for you. And thou, Capernaum, which art exalted to heaven, shall be thrust down to hell. He that beareth you heareth me, and he that despiseth you despiseth me. And he that despiseth me despiseth him that sent me. So do you despise God? Do you despise Jesus? Do you not believe in the Holy Trinity that the, the Godhead, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit? What do you believe in today? Do you believe Jesus sent, that God sent Jesus to die on the sins, to die on the cross for your sins? I'll ask that again. Please forgive me. Do you believe that God, the Father, sent Jesus to die on the cross for your sins. And the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lighting, falling from heaven. Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Notwithstanding in this rejoice not, that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice, because your names are written in heaven. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in spirit and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent, and has revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in thy sight. All things are delivered to me of my Father, and no man knoweth who the Son is but the Father, and who the Father is but the Son, and he to whom the Son will reveal him. And he turned him unto his disciples and said privately, Blessed are the eyes which see the things that they see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings have desired to see those things which ye see and have not seen them. And to hear those things which ye hear and have not heard them. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tempted him saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? He said unto him, what is written in the law? How readest thou? And he answering said, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy strength and with all thy mind 
and thy neighbor as thyself. And he said unto him, Thou hast answered right, this do, and thou shalt live. But he willingly to justify himself said unto Jesus, And who is my neighbor? And Jesus answering said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him, and departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance there came down a certain priest that way, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. And likewise, a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion on him and went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine and set him on his own beast and brought him to an inn and took care of him. And on the morrow, when he departed, he took out two pits and gave them to the host and said unto him, take care of him. And whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come again, I will repay thee. Which now of these three thinkest thou was neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves? And he said, he that showed mercy on him. Then said Jesus unto him, go and do thou likewise. Now it came to pass as they went, and I'm sorry, that he entered into a certain village. And a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, dost thou not care that my sister have left me to serve alone? Bid her, therefore, that she help me. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is needful. And Mary hath chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from her. So those of the church, are you busy uh, praying and, and going to the church house, but not changing your life? And you're worried about all of these many things that mean nothing to your walk in Christ. God says, which shall not be, you shall not be troubled. And I'm sorry, he says that, uh, but one thing is needful and Mary has chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from her. I'm going to read uh, uh, point G. And it says, Mary also had good points, sat at Jesus' feet, heard his word, put things first, put first things first, anointed Jesus, had faith in him, one of the nine persons to fall down before Jesus. Right? Chapter 11. And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. And he said unto him, unto them, when ye pray, say, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, 
thy will be done as in heaven, so in earth. Give us day by day our daily bread and forgive us of our sins. For we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And he said unto them, which of you shall have a friend and shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, friend, lend me three loaves for a friend of mine is for a friend of mine in his journey is come to me and I have nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, trouble me not. The door is now shut. And my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him because he is his friend, yet because of his impurity, he will rise and give him as many as needed, as he needed. And I say unto you, ask, and it shall be given. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh, receiveth, and he that seeketh, findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. If a son shall ask bread of any of you that is a father, will he give him a stone? Or if he ask a fish, will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If ye then bring evil, now how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more should your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask, that ask him? Duh, this is labeled dumb devil cast out. Pharisees blaspheme the Holy Spirit. The churches are blaspheming the Holy Spirit. And he was casting out a devil and it was dumb. And it came to pass when the devil was gone out, the dumb spake. And the people wondered. But some of them said, he casteth out devils through Beelzebub, the chief of the devils. And others tempting him, sought of him a sign from heaven. But he, knowing their thoughts, said unto them, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. And a house divided against a house falleth. If Satan also be divided against himself, how shall this kingdom stand? Because ye say that I cast out devils through Beelzebub. And if I by Beelzebub cast out devils, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore shall there be your judges. And if I, with the finger of God, cast out devils, no doubt the kingdom of God is come upon you. When a strong man armed keeps his, keepeth his palace, his goods are in peace. But when a stronger than he shall come upon him and overcome him, he taketh from him all his armor wherein he trusted and divided his spoils. He that is not with me is against me. I'm going to say that again. He that is not with me is against me. 
and he that gathereth not with me scattereth. When the unclean spirit is gone out of man, walketh through dry places, seeking rest and finding none, he said, I will return unto my house whence I came out. And when he cometh, he findeth it swept and garnished. Then goeth he and taketh to him seven other spirits more wicked than himself. And they entered in and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. And it came to pass, as he spake these things, a certain woman of the company lifted up her voice and said unto him, Blessed is the womb that bare thee, and the paps which thou hast sucketh. And he said, Yea, rather blessed are they that hear the word of God and keep it. And when the people were gathered, gathered sick together and began to say, this is an evil generation. They seek a sign and there shall no sign be given it, but the sign of Jonas, the prophet. For as Jonas was a sign unto the Ninevites, so shall the son of man be to this generation. The queen of the south shall rise up in the judgment with the men of this generation and condemn them. For she came from the utmost parts of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And behold, a greater than Solomon is there. The men of Nineveh shall rise up in the judgment with this generation and shall condemn it. For they repented at the preaching of Jonas. And behold, a greater than Jonas is here. No man, when he hath lighted a candle, putteth in a secret place, neither under a bushel, but on a candlestick, that they which come in may see the light. The light of the body is the eye. Therefore, when thine eye is single, thy whole body is also full of light. And when thine eye is evil, Thy body is also full of darkness. Take heed, therefore, that the light which is in thee be not darkness. If thy whole body, therefore, be full of light, having no part dark, the whole shall be full of light. As when the bright shining of a candle doth give thee light. And as he spake, a certain Pharisee besought him to dine with him. And he went in and sat down to meet. This is Jesus denouncing Pharisees for self-righteousness. This is the church. Those who know God's word and the law, but do not keep it. And he spake, a certain Pharisee besought him to dine with him. And he went in and sat down to meet. And when the Pharisee saw it, he marveled that he had not first washed before dinner. And the Lord said unto him, Now do ye Pharisees make clean the outside of the cup and the platter, but your inward part is full of ravening and wickedness. Ye fools, did not he that made that which is without make that which is within also. 
but rather give alms of such things as ye have. And behold, all things are clean unto you. But woe unto you, Pharisees, for ye tithe mint and rue and all manner of herbs and pass over judgment and the love of God. These ought ye to have done and not to leave the other undone. Woe unto you, Pharisees, for ye love the uppermost seats in the synagogues and greetings in the markets. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye are as graves which appear not, and the men that walketh over them are not aware of them. Then answered one of the lawyers and said unto him, Master, thus saying thou reproachest us also. And he said, Woe unto ye also, ye lawyers, for ye laid men with burden, grievous, to be born, and ye yourselves touch not the burdens with one of your fingers. Woe unto you, for ye build the sepulchres of the prophets, and your fathers killed them. Truly ye bear witness that ye allow the deeds of your fathers, for they indeed killed them, and ye build their sepulchres. Therefore also said the wisdom of God, I will send them prophets and apostles, and some of them they shall slay and persecute, that the blood of the that the blood of all the prophets, which was shed from the foundation of the world, may be required of this generation, from the blood of Abel unto the blood of Zacharias, which perished between the altar and the temple. Verily I say unto you, it shall be required of this generation. This is woe, damnation. It says, woe, damnation of souls. Woe unto you, lawyers, for ye have taken away the key of knowledge. Ye entered not in yourselves, and them that were entering in ye hindered. What have you hindered as a Christian? We are supposed to be the salt of the earth, yet... We are not standing up for God in what he says. And he said, these things unto them, the scribes and the Pharisees began to urge him vehemently and to provoke him to speak of many things, laying wait for him and seeking to catch something out of his mouth that they might accuse him. Chapter 12, warning against hypocrisy. In the meantime, when there were gathered together an innumerable multitude of people and so much that they trolled one upon another, he began to say unto his disciples, first of all, beware ye of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy, for there is nothing covered that thou shall not be revealed neither his, that thou shall, I'm sorry, that thou, I'm sorry, that shall not be known. Therefore, whatsoever ye have spoken in darkness shall be heard in the light. And that which ye have spoken in the ear in closets shall be proclaimed upon the housetops. And I say unto you, my friends, 
Be not afraid of them that kill the body. And after that, have no more that they can do. This is warning against fear. This is warning against man fear. So I read that verse again. And I say unto you, my friends, be not afraid of them that kill the body. And after that, have no more that ye can do. But I will forewarn you, whom ye shall fear, fear him which after he hath killed have power to cast to into hell. Yea, I say unto you, fear him. God says, do not fear man, fear him. Because he is the ultimate judge. He has the power to cast thee into hell. After not, five sparrows sold for two farthlings, and not one of them is forgotten before God. But even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore, ye are more valuable than many sparrows. Also I say unto you, Whosoever shall confess me before men, him shall the son of man also confess before the angels of God. But he that denieth me before men shall be denied before the angels of God. Do you want to be denied before your friends and family today? Or do you want to be denied ultimately in the day of judgment? And whosoever shall speak a word against the son of man, it shall be forgiven him. But unto him that blasphemeth against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven. I'll read that, that again. My, my internet was interrupted. And whosoever shall speak a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But unto him that blasphemeth against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven. And when they bring you unto the synagogues and unto magistrates and powers, take ye no thought how or what thing ye shall answer or what ye shall say. For the Holy Ghost shall teach you in the same hour what ye ought to say. Warning against covetedness. And one of the company said unto him, Master, speak to my brother that he may divide the inheritance with me. And he said unto him, man, who made me a judge or a divider over you? And he said unto them, take heed and beware of covetousness for a man's life consisted not in the abundance of the things which he possesseth. And he spake a parable unto them saying, the ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentiful. And he fought within himself saying, what shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. And he said, this will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater. And there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, thou hast much goods and laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said unto him, thou fool, this night thou soul shall be required of thee. Then who shall these things be which thou hast provided? 
so is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. And he said unto his disciples, therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life what you shall eat, neither for the body what ye shall put on. The life is more than meat, and the body is more than raiment. Consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap, which neither have their storehouse nor barn, and God feedeth them. How much more are ye better than the fowls? And which of you, which taking thought, can add to this stature one cubit? If ye then be not able to do that thing which is least, why take ye thought for the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They toil not, they spin not. And yet I say unto you that Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. If then God so clothed the grass, which is today in the field and tomorrow is cast into the oven, how much more will he clothe you? O ye of little faith, and seek not what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, neither be of doubtful mind. For all these things do the nations of the world seek after. And your father knoweth that ye have need of these things. God knows what we need, right? We don't have to live according to the world and the riches of men right? But rather seek ye the kingdom of God and all the things shall be added unto you. Fear not little flock. Hmm. It used to be a song and we used to sing, fear not little flock. Wherever you are, it is the father's pleasure to give to you the kingdom. It is the Father's pleasure to give to you the kingdom. There's no need to worry. There's no need to cry. There's no need to be discouraged. It is the Father's pleasure to give to you the kingdom. It is the Father's pleasure to give to you the kingdom. Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give to you the kingdom. Sell that ye have and give alms. Provide yourselves bags which wax not old, a treasure in the heavens that faileth not, where no thief approacheth, neither moth corrupteth. For where your treasure is, there will your heart also be. There will your heart be also. Let your loins be girded about and your lights burning, and ye yourselves like unto men that wait for their Lord when he will return from the wedding, 
that when he cometh and knocketh, they may open unto him immediately. Blessed are those servants whom the Lord, when he cometh, shall find watching. Verily I say unto you, that he shall gird himself and make them to sit down to meet, and shall come forth and serve them. And if he shall come in the second watch, or come in the third watch, and find them so, blessed are those servants. And this know, that if the good man of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and have suffered his house to be broken and not have suffered his house to be broken through. But ye therefore ready also for the son of man coming, cometh at an hour when ye think not. Then Peter said unto him, Lord, speakest thou this parable unto us or even to all? And the Lord said, who is, I'm sorry, who then is that faithful and wise steward whom his Lord shall make ruler over his household to give them portion of meat in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Of a truth, I say unto you that he will make him ruler over all that he hath. But, and if that servant say in his heart, my Lord, delayeth his coming and shall begin to beat the men servants and maids and maidens and to eat and drink and be drunken, the Lord of that servant will come in a day when he looketh not for him and at an hour when he is not aware and will cut him in sunder and will appoint him his portion with the unbelievers and that servant which knew his lord's will and prepared him not and prepared not himself neither did according to his will shall be beaten with many stripes verse 47 in chapter 12 of saint luke and that servant which knew his lord's will and prepared not himself neither did according to his will shall be beaten with many stripes. But he that knew not and did commit these things worthy of stripes shall be beaten with few stripes. For unto whomsoever much is given of him shall much required. And to whom men have committed much of him, they will ask the more. It says the opposition to the gospel for, again, foretold. Verse 49, I am come to send fire on the earth. And what will I if it be already kindled? But I have a baptism to be baptized with. And how am I straightened till it be accomplished? And how am I straightened till it be accomplished? Suppose ye that I am come to give peace on earth, I tell you, nay, but rather division. From, for from henceforth there shall be five in one house divided, three against two, and two against three. The father shall be divided against the son, and the son against the father, and the mother against the daughter, 
and the daughter against the mother, the mother-in-law against the daughter-in-law, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. So God said, I didn't come to bring peace on earth, but rather division. Because God's word is true. And if those of us who do not want to stand on his word, judgment shall be upon you. Jesus, again, rebukes Pharisees, the religious, the churches, the pastors, those who should be standing up for what God says. But we are in the corners, right? Taking filthy, filthy lucre, which is money, to, you know, dim down what thus says the Lord so that you can keep those in the house of the Lord. And he said also to the people, when ye see a cloud rise out of the west, straightway ye say, there cometh a shower, and so it is. And when ye see the south wind blow, ye say, there will be heat, and it cometh to pass. Ye hypocrites, ye can discern the face of the sky and of the earth, but how is it? that ye do not discern this time. How are we not aware of what's going on right now? <laughs> ye and why, even of yourselves, judge ye not what is right. We're calling right wrong and wrong right. Evil good, good evil. Even in the churches, we have homosexuals laying of hands, praying, and speaking onto people when they themselves are not right with God. We have those who are attaining wealth from the world to dwindle God's word down so they can keep the pews in the ministry full of people, yet and still God's word is not going forth. Woe unto you, ye hypocrites. When thou, when thou goest with thine adversary to the magistrates, as thou art in the way, give diligence that thou mayest be delivered from him. Least he hailed thee to the judge, and the judge delivered thee to the officer, and the officer cast thee into prison. I tell thee, thou shalt not depart thence till thou has paid the very last might. <laughs> Chapter 13 in St. Luke. Men to repent, not judge. And we're going to end with this chapter. God is real, y'all. Therefore, were present at that season some that told him of the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And Jesus answering said unto them, Suppose ye that these Galileans were sinners above all the Galileans, because they suffered such things? I tell you, nay, but except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. Sin equals death. Or those 18 upon whom the tower in Siloam fell and slew them. Think ye that they were sinners above all men 
that dwelt in Jerusalem. I tell ye, nay, but except ye repent, shall be all likewise perish. He said that not once, but twice. And he spake also this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came and sought fruit thereon and found none. Then said he unto the dresser of his vineyard, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree, and none, and find none. Cut it down, why cumbereth it the ground? And he answered, said unto him, Lord, let it alone this year also, till I shall dig about it and dung it. And if it bear fruit, well, if not, then after that thou shalt cut it down. And he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bowed together and could in no wise lift up herself. Hmm. And when... And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said unto her, Woman, thou art loosed from thine infirmity. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. And the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation, because that Jesus had healed on the Sabbath day, and said unto the people, there are six days in which men ought to work in them. Therefore come and be healed and not on the Sabbath day. The Lord then answered him and said, thou hypocrite does not teach. I'm sorry. Does not each one of you on the Sabbath lose his ox or his ass from the stall and lead him away to watering? And ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound, lo, these 18 years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day? And when he had said these things, all his adversaries were ashamed. And all the people rejoiced for all the glorious things that were done by him. Then said he, Unto what is the kingdom of God like? And whereunto shall I resemble it? It is like a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and cast into his garden, and it grew and waxed a great tree, and the fowls of the earth lodged into the branches of it. And again he said, Wherefore unto shall I liken the kingdom of God? It is like leaven, which is a woman took and hid three measures of meal till the whole was leavened. <clears throat> and he went through the cities and villages, teaching and journeying towards Jerusalem, and said one to him, one unto him, Lord, are there a few that be saved? And he said unto them, Strive to enter into the straight gate. For many, I say unto you, will seek to enter in 
and shall not be able. When once the master of the house is risen up and has shut the door, and ye begin to stand without and to knock at the door, saying, Lord, Lord, open unto us, and he shall answer and say unto you, religious, hypocrites, the unsaved, he will say unto you, I know ye not whence ye are. Then shall ye begin to say, we have eaten and drunk in thy presence, and thou hast taught in our streets. But he shall say, I tell you, I know you not whence ye, ye are. Depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. Iniquity equals sin. Therefore shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth when ye shall see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God and ye your and you yourselves thrust out. Woe unto you. There will be gnashing of teeth, weeping. Footnote M says, this not only reveals the results of mere professions, but also the time of fulfillment at the judgment. This description of torment in hell is mentioned seven times and must be understood literally. If this is not literal, then the gnashing of teeth and all the weeping and wailing found 118 times in scripture are figurative, not literal. Not once, however, is any, uh, any one of these terms used in a figurative sense. This is what literally is going to happen. Literally, this is going to happen. Therefore, there shall, there, I'm sorry, there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth when ye shall see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God and ye yourselves thrust out. And they shall come from the east and from the west and from the north and from the south and shall sit down in the kingdom of God. And behold, there are last shall be first and there are first which shall be last. The same day there came certain unto the the same day there came certain of the Pharisees saying unto him, Get thee out and depart hence, for Herod will kill thee. And he said unto them, Go ye and tell that fox, Behold, I cast out devils, and I do cures today and tomorrow, and the third day, I shall be perfected. Nevertheless, I must walk today, and tomorrow, and the day following, for it cannot be that a prophet perish out of Jerusalem. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, which killeth the prophets, and stoneth them that are sent unto thee, how often would I have gathered thy children together as a hen doth gather her brood under her wings? And ye would not. Behold, your house is left unto you desolate. 
And verily I say unto ye, unto you, ye shall not see me until the time come when ye shall say, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Let those who have an ear hear God's word will be heard throughout the land, across all ocean, across all seas, across all lakes, across all rivers, across all nations. His word will go forth. Woe unto Jerusalem. Woe unto the Sadducees and the Pharisees of modern day time, the churches. Woe unto you. Repent. Otherwise, ye deserve death. May God bless you. May God heal you. And may God's grace be upon you to understand that he is literally speaking. This is not figuratively. Figuratively. So if you are against God in that day of judgment, you will be the one gnashing of teeth, weeping. And God is going to say to you in that day, in that day, <laughs> depart from me, all ye workers of iniquity, of sin. God loves you, and so do I. Have a blessed day, everyone.